Yo, 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 what up? Welcome back to another episode of Wine and Weed Wednesday. As always, shoot us an email, mitch.wineandweed at gmail.com. Caitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N dot wineandweed at gmail.com. Send us some shit. Send us something. Like, subscribe. This week we talk about some shit, man. Get ready. But without further ado, enjoy this shit. Attention, Warning. The following podcast is performed by two highly skilled badass, professional, woke as fuck. Mm, debatable. Idiots? Also debatable. Not all comments are meant to be taken seriously. But some definitely are, so figure it the fuck out. And if you offend easily, kindly fuck off. But for the rest of you cunts, enjoy. My computer wasn't even on, so I can't answer it if my computer is not on. I don't know why, I don't know why, I guess it was on, but it was closed, so it didn't go through. What was your excuse for not answering? You didn't call me. Uh, yeah, I did. I sent you a snap. Uh, right after you look on the little ticker of my missed call from you, you'll see a missed call from me. And then a uh, message on Skype it. saying... I didn't see it. Yeah, whatever. How trash is that new Beyonce song? I'm not listening. <laughs> of course not. And you call yourself a fan. Granted. <laughs> You're not a diehard. It's the only album you listen to on a gravel road. So. <laughs> okay, you know what? There's a new documentary on Netflix called Cape Sweet Pray in a Day. I've seen it. I haven't seen it, but I've seen of it. Let's talk about it. Oh. What's it about? Praying. It's about the FLDS. Oh. Fundamentalist Church of Latter-day Saints. So the, 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 I was going to say the crazy Mormons, but listen, if you know what goes on in the temple, you know they're all crazy. Yeah, I mean, Catholicism, I mean, that's equally as Oh, and- Oh, yeah. Um, aren't, Aren't genders still segregated in mosques? Like women are behind like screens yeah. and shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So like every if you're in an organized religion, cult, cult, cult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So I what's might, this one yeah. about? Okay. So it's about the Church of Latter Day Saints. So basically, these guys split off from, to give, okay, let's just go back, where, how did they, 
become. They split off from the normal Mormon church about a hundred years ago when polygamy became outlawed. When polygamy became outlawed, Mormons went, let's just go mainstream and pretend we never did that. And a lot of Mormons don't even know that it is in the teachings. They've really, really whitewashed that out. I thought Mormonism was like one of the few religions still like doing polygamy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there are Mormons doing polygamy. It's just in the mainstream Mormon church. It's really, it's you generally in a uh, fundamentalist or a pretty into it circle if you're doing polygamy. Really? Okay. So day to day Mormons, a lot of them don't actually even know the their prophets they they because you're not allowed to look up any information against the church they they only know what the they, it's weird because they're living in society they know everything about everything but they won't look up anything about the church unless it's information released by the church so they completely got rid of this polygamous message if you're mormon and there's no way you're going to search for information about Mormonism outside of what you're given, you don't Thanks. know that polygamy goes on. You think so? You don't think anybody like... I... Oh, we lost her. I don't know what happened. Yeah, we just, uh, for whatever reason, my laptop fucking closed it. So, I'm just calling her back. Don't worry about it. Little technical difficulties. Maybe she will answer. Well, I don't know what's going on now. Maybe yeah, it was definitely me because my app closed down. It's like maybe it wasn't me. Maybe it was on her end. Nope, it was on mine. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Fucking Skype, man. What the frick? This is a great time to um, do a sponsor break. Listen to us tell you about something else. And then, like, if you're into it, do it. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I was just talking, and then my app closed down. So I reopened it, and I tried calling you back. No probs. Fucking Skype. God damn it. I was going to say, it's not a nice thing, so Okay, a lot of, I w- watch a lot of Mormon content. I know a lot about Mormons and a lot of interviews I've seen with Mormons or Mormons going through a faith crisis. If this is one of the items that leads them to lose the faith most often these days is that they find out that, yeah, polygamy is a thing in the church and everyone used to do it and they've been lying to me about it. And oftentimes that is a belief breaking thing because everything's gonna lie. I am telling you that if they are in the mainstream Mormon church, they have no idea that polygamy happens in the mainstream Mormon church or did, and they think these Warren Jeffs wackos are fucking lunatics who don't understand the word. 
Okay, I follow that. So, but you're trying to tell me that they're like those. Okay, you're in the mainstream Mormon church. True. Okay, I I get that. And you're like not gonna look up anything. Okay, but do you not know anybody outside of the church? Not one person outside of the church. Because and they wouldn't talk about the church with someone outside of the church. Who? You don't understand, Mitch. No, you you, no not. they're not talking to anybody outside of the church, is what you're saying? They're not talking to anyone outside of the church okay. about the church. But I, do they have no... They the may not... But, getting to heaven is not letting this devil information in. I know it sounds fucking wacko, okay? But this is honestly true. You cannot look up information that doesn't come from the church. It's not worth losing a planet over. And I know that sounds <laughs> No, no, no. That's probably what's believed. I get that, but I'm saying they are not on a personable, friendly level with anyone outside the church. Because I feel like anyone outside the church is like, well, yeah, there's polygamy. Or, you know, like and that would... Say, and they would say, yeah, in the, in the fundamentalist, and you wouldn't question it, Mitch. If one of your friends was a little bit Mormon, you're going, hey, that was great. I heard this polygamist, and they're going, yeah, and the fundamentalist, and you're going, yeah, yeah, the fundamentalist. Like, you, like your story would tie Maybe. in with theirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that they've also been told it was never part of their church. And you can say to them, it was, look at the FLDS, and I'll say, that's them. They were never associated. They do a different teaching. They will justify it okay. till they, I'm telling you, they don't think it, it exists. But that's not even what we're talking about. But that's truly. Okay. The very, very sheltered. The old boys. Oh my God! We had some. Almost had some Jehovah Witnesses visitors. Us. I say almost, but there's no way they were coming. I was sitting on the porch, swinging out front, drinking a beer, like, and they were go. They pulled up to the neighbor's house and went up and knocked on the door. And I'm like, "Oh man, come across the street, dog. <laughs> Have I got some information for you?" <laughs> yeah, but it didn't happen. So. Well. So anyway. So, so basically, so these guys branched off a hundred years ago when, and and uh, by the way, the Mormon Church does this all the time because you couldn't even be in the Mormon Church if you were black until 1972. And now they go, we never did that. They're just classic, like they're just like not, nah! and they remove it from the church information and they say never existed. And you know. Goes, okay, because no one wants to lose their planet, so they just. It's I feel like it's a common thing. Like, I, I, I feel like it's not that weird for someone to do that. Because I feel like it happens all the time. Like, whoever has control of the narrative, they're like, yeah, we never were like that. And we're like, yeah, we kind of pretty much were like that. Like, no, no, no. And then everyone's just like, no, they were never like that. Like, yeah, they were. Hey, America was never racist. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but, you know, Civil War. Yeah, well, what about everything after? <laughs> nah, you know, like, yeah. if there's, yeah, you know, there's Civil War. So, Abe Lincoln, you know, abolished slavery. Yeah, but, you know, like, 
What about like when slavery was like reintroduced after? <laughs> Nobody remembers that. <laughs> and that wasn't on a federal level, but like it was on state levels. Well, you know, what about Jim Crow? Anyway, yes. Okay, so these guys break off and Roland Jeffs is the prophet. Now, the prophet is the closest person to God. Yeah, obviously. Of course. Um, okay, what so was his name again? Roland Jeffs. Roland... What? Roland Jeffs. Roland Jeffs. Ruling Jeffs. Roland. Roland? Is it like Roland? I think you're thinking about it too much. There's a big story to tell. Well, I just gotta know who we're talking about. I gotta... He's about to die. It doesn't matter. Roland? But it's... Okay, anyway. So Roland Jeffs is the prophet of the fundamentalists. And he has 20 wives or so. Well, I'd be a little upset, too. <laughs> I mean... You're... You got 20 good wi obedient wives, and now your church is like, no, nah, dog, you got to pick one. Oh, no, 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 sorry. We've already split off. The Mormon said, Look, listen, it's illegal. We can't do this anymore. And Roland says, fuck you. We're moving somewhere else. Well, that's or what I'm saying. That's exactly that. what I was saying. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm not getting rid of my wives. Exactly. Uh. So he has 12 wives. And, um... I thought it was over 20. Sorry, over 20. I was writing 12 p.m. Whew! Close. Close call. Over 20 wives, and he has a son, Warren Jeffs. Now, Warren was born eight weeks prematurely, and so what a gift from God that he survived. Now, this is the beginning of his life, is just gift from God, right? So, if you can imagine Man. you're growing up, this is enforced upon you. The only reason that you survived is truly because God took the reins. You know what I mean? Um, for sure. My oldest sister, when she was born, she was so premature that there was like a 0% chance. They're like, if she whines on her own at whatever point, then it's like up to like 10%. Like, pretty crazy. So, but then I also know of a baby that was five weeks, so premature. That was like, it was little, but anyway. Anyway, he that he is God. God has personally ensured his survival. When all actuality, God like living. tried to get rid of him. <laughs> Eight weeks preemie, he ain't gonna live. Get him out. Let's him let's out. nip this in so the bud. Let's nip this in the bud. And then... <laughs> well, so he um, is a bit of a nerd, whatever. Nothing really special, but he's very loved by his mum. His mum's very close. One of the main top, top wives. Okay, so anyway, he becomes... Enforces himself almost close upon his dad. And his dad's getting old. How many... He doesn't... He begins to not leave his side, Okay. Okay. And he's like very, so it's sort of controlling the situation. Roland is never without Warren now, and Warren's really encouraging him to marry and marry lots of young girls. And at one point, Roland 
smashes his hand on the table and he says, No more young girls! Okay, because now he has like 60 wives and most of them are under age. Because Warren is like, come on, so, you know, like the more wives you have, the better heaven is and the whole thing. And so, come on, come on, let's just get it going because you're, let's make the celestial kingdom as good as, as, good as we can. Because what he's saying to his dad, he has other, yes, go ahead with the question. How many kids did Rule and Jeffs have? We're going to get there. Well, so I know that obviously Warren has weaseled his way to the top of the pile. Um, but I was just curious, out of these 20, like, you got to assume that this dude has got a fuck ton of kids. They're having like 10 plus kids each. There's no contraception. That's insane. So, and then Warren has got himself 60 wives. No, 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 they're all married. Well, Warren's got a couple of wives, but he just keeps telling his dad now, here's another one, marry her, marry her, come on. And Roland, oh. these eight girls, one of them in the interview, she says, like, he, like, couldn't, like, he was pissing his face. It was an old man dying. Like, he would piss himself in front of you, and then you'd, like, have to, like, fuck him when he had his oxygen mask on, and you didn't even know what sex was. Like, there's, these women, I cannot tell you, particularly in the FLDS, which we're talking about now, which you live in a commune, you d- you only know what you're taught. You've never seen the outside world. And actually, when they get when the children are finally removed by authority, which we'll get to in the story, when they saw police come onto the compound, they had never seen anyone from the outside world. And because they were wearing black clothing, which they had never seen, they thought that these were devils coming in. I, wow. I can't express how sheltered these people are. That The level of living under a rock is hard to fathom. Yeah. Like, it's... And... Talk about raising and bringing these kids into a world and giving them such a severe disadvantage to like truly thrive you know like talk about us talk about a step back well eventually people when people break off or whatever and when they leave like after this has all been resolved like everyone there like this crazy amount of kids you just wait Huge disadvantage. Okay, so Roland dies. Bye bye, and, Roland. Roland. And, and uh, who do you think puts his hand up and says, I was told I'm the new father? Well, obviously it's Warren because he was a preemie and he survived God's wrath before he was, like, even out of the womb. So obviously he is the prophet, the chosen one. You think them, any of the full-term siblings are, like, even worthy for, re- like, a consideration? They don't have the, they don't have the resume. Um, yeah. Well, so, yeah, he, he becomes the prophet, and he, um, Oh god, and then and really starts to go downhill from here. So what he happens is that there's these sixty wives are ruling, right? And every morning, Warren Jeffs walks into this room where all sixty wives are sitting, and he says, "Did any of you marry the new prophet last night, or something to that effect?" And seven of them stand up, and then the other wives are looking around like, "Oh, they married 
Warren, and then the next day, same thing happened to another seven or eight or so stand up. And the next morning when Warren walks into the room, there's a whole trail of women behind. There's only like 20 now sitting in the regular room. In the next room, even more so. So he married all but two of his stepmothers, if you will. Now, remember, most of these girls are still underage. He did have his older wives, the 20 wives there. He did read, he married those two. It was fucking sick. I was just so going to say, I'm like, I hope he at least didn't marry one of his mothers. <laughs> There's one in that lot that is be pretty gross, dog. So he, I know. So he didn't marry her, and there was one other he didn't marry. Okay. Maybe she was ugly. Got her. Mm. Hopefully, his fucking real aunt, like his mom, his mom's sister or something. Like those two, not so much. Now Warren was a real sick fuck, and he liked to record everything. We'll come back to that later. But the Ooh. thing that we should know is that at this time he is molesting both young women and young boys. It's not just the women, but the young boys as well that he is sexually molesting. Okay. The boys? Who are these now, boys? Now there's a lot of boys, and they come into play because the FLDS has a bagillions of dollars. And they Begillions. do huge construction. They have huge construction companies, and they do a lot of the Walmart builds. Um, and there's another big company who they do most of the builds for. Sam's they Club. They do. I don't know, but they do um, big, 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 big contracting jobs. And the reason that they're able to win against people who are also having bids is that their labor is entirely free. Yeah, for sure. Only way to hang around as a boy is to be a good labourer, because if you're not, you'll be outcast from the society because there's they need how many boys do you reckon are left over if each person's marrying sixty people? There's oh, a man, lot of leftover young boys. Tons. And oftentimes they will I shit you not, Lauren will just arrange that buses of teenage boys be dropped off in the desert and who knows what happens to them? No. Okay, and these boys way. believe they've never been outside of the commune. Can you imagine how terrifying? No skills, have no idea where they are, no form of communication. The, they're called the Lost Boys. Everybody who's listening, have a look into it. That's a really, really sad story we don't even, even have time for, is the Lost Boys component of this. Um, that can't be real. They would have shut that down. Uh, They're just dropping. Been prison for over two hundred years. We're getting there, honey. No, but like before that, you're dropping just busloads of boys off out in the middle of the desert. That's not real. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The government would never allow that to happen. Well, you would think local government, someone would be like, "Hey, there's a dead boy that nobody knows where this like there's they're not on record." Mm-hmm. You went. Maybe yeah, I've been under a rock. Some investigative journalist going on at the time. Uh, it's all sort of happening at once in the documentary. I'm telling you, people are catching on, but it takes a while for people to catch up, right? Warren Jeffs has only been in power for a couple of years at this point. And right. it was quite normal, apart from the whole living on a commune thing, until Warren came Oh, in, Rulin wasn't very, doing this. Ruling this was, is this is this is marry the underage girls. Warren was sort of forcing his hand when he was in in state to wife. He wasn't even all there. You know what I mean? Warren went real Charles Manson. 
real fast and was like, we will ship you guys out into the desert and drop you off. And literally did it. Okay, I got you. I'm following you. Yeah. So, okay, so you got the hot. So they're making tons of money, blah, 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 and that's how you can stay if you're a foreigner. So that's also an interesting component is they're like one of the biggest construction companies in America. The FLDS have multiple companies and you would have no idea. They have the best machine, like, like, fuck, like the drone imagery that we saw of their companies is, is in the documentary. Very, very good. Very, um, yeah, good. Yeah. So, um, so that's how they're, that's how they're funded. So there are young boys around. Now Warren's real sick fuck. He's fucking everyone. And, um, then he's like a, he's really into the, um, like, conservative look so it's because of him that they start to wear their hair in this weird you will have seen the fundamentalists how they wear like sort of like a quaffed you know and they're in like the you know let me have a color <laughs> use your descriptors what kind of dresses are they wearing ankle high they're wearing he started to say that they um they could no longer wear uh patterns and then they could no longer wear the color red and then it became only uh, pastel colors for the women so this is what they look like you know them they're in pastel dresses to their ankles and they have that Amish style hair you know the hair yes so hot so hot oh my god curriculum was how to do this hair properly lots of videos Jeff's it's releasing on how to do the hair he fucking loves his hairstyle and every woman's gonna have it, okay? It's crazy. It's... He's doing his best to make him as unattractive as possible, okay? He's really trying to control the beast inside of him. You're gonna look as normal and bland and disgusting as possible, and I'm still not gonna be able to resist it. (laughs) It's, um... Yeah. Do they fuck holes in the um, sheets? It's just control, control, more control, more control, more control. And then they have this place called Zion. Zion. Zion, Because the Olympics was coming to Utah. The Winter Olympics were coming to Utah. And Warren Jeff said, oh, with the Winter Olympics coming, it is the end of the world. And everyone was like, agreed, we're all going to die. We need to get out. So they're creating Zion, which is a secret place. And no one knows where it is. But if you get invited to go to Zion, then you get invited to go to Zion. So, people are invited, they think they're going to Utopia, they get to an empty ranch in Texas that they have to build a temple on, and you know the story. We've been there through Jonestown. If anyone sells you a Utopia, you're going to have to build it when you get there, just know that. So... What if they say it's already built? They said that. So, basically, you can... There's... You never go to a utopia? You can't. They don't exist. Man, I gotta... Man, hold on. We gotta take a break. I just gotta make a phone call real quick. I gotta fucking cancel that, dude. You're saying... So Zion is the place. This is where Warren Jeffs is and only the most worthy can live now. Now, in the end days, which are obviously happening because the Olympics is coming to Utah... What happens in the end days is that part of the earth is lifted up, the earth lights on fire, part of the earth 
is lifted up from the earth and you watch everything else burn and once the fire goes out it back into the earth and fine no props so everyone on that part obviously survives and that part's that's zion they, that's zion exactly so the thing is that warren just really likes kids okay so he starts just stealing all the children for zion and saying as soon as a child is 12, she's ready for marriage, and... Oh, wait, there's one other really fucked up thing that he did was that he would steal other wives. So he would banish a husband from the community, kick him out of the commune, and then they would have to burn any evidence that he ever existed. The kids would immediately start calling Warren Jeff's dad, and, like, if you were three when that happened, you might think Warren Jeff's is your dad. Like, or if you're older, you're like, I kind of remember... Yeah, I do remember a dad when I was little. Like, they fucking erase it, It's a, which is so fucked up. And these poor men. That's okay. insane. He's poor. One of Warren's brothers who that happened to, he's still trying to get into the community. Can you imagine still thinking you're going to hell? Is there any way you can make it right with the prophet? You've lost your entire family. You're just, like, trying to come back into the compound. Like... What is, like, it's so sad. So many of these adjacent stories are so sad. But Zion is going to be great. So he, um, basically what would happen is there were all of these stories of mums, like, waking up and their kids would be gone. And they would, like, ask their husband and their husband would be like, never you mind, they're in good hands. That was the only answer that was ever given to them. They knew that they had gone to Zion, but kind of fine right zion's great i'd like my children to survive and you know now i don't have to i don't have to listen to shit anymore (laughs) um yeah that's a lot of kids are getting yeah moved to zion and it's becoming more and more obvious like the el dorado is where it's being built in texas and the locals are sort of like I remember news stories from 2006 through 2008 sort of coming out of like, is there a commune, are they building a commune? Because they'd said it was something for the construction building, but it was like obviously, like they were obviously building a commune. Mm -hmm. So they started to get some media interest, right? Sure. And um, then a few people started to come out, you know, people had left and the child bride scenario started to catch wind and so they sent in the government sent in um you know after a lengthy investigation of course they sent in people to remove the children from the ranch because they had proof oh they had video footage of children who were obviously underage like 11 or 12 pregnant and that then they could move in because it's evidence of a crime directly in front of you. There's no offense. There's a, a pregnant child in front yeah. of you. Something is happening, right? Yeah, there's a bunch of pregnant a, children. This isn't just a couple of little it, feisty kids. Not, like two, 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 two 12-year-olds are like, yeah. Yeah, but it also removes the whole, you know, like the perfect victim scenario and the he said, she said, and the, which a lot of rape and a lot of statutory rape cases are like, do we believe the chip is the whole I, trial? And that this is completely removed because there's a bunch of fucking pregnant children. You see, yeah, you see pregnant children, you go, 
okay, you need to tell me who the dad. Yeah, you need to explain this. There's some there's some explanations that need to be had. Right. So, um, they devise a plan, go in, and as I said, these people have never seen the outside. devils at your door. Yeah. So they like they truly believe that these people are devils coming in. All of the families are together, like, praying in their houses, freaking out. Well, you they know, say they, they are. have concerns about the children. They are, they are right. And they are the devils. A cab. Yeah, and they... Um, <laughs> JK! JKLOL. They didn't really realize how many kids there were on the ranch, because there weren't that many adults, but they started to remove them, and there were over 500 children that needed to be removed from the ranch. So they started loading them up on buses, and this is when Warren Jeffs went on a huge PR thing. You may remember an Oprah episode where she interviewed the mothers of the FLDS. They also went on the Larry King interview, like the Larry King show, they went on a huge media thing, uh, like a chosen eight women, right? You know, like the, all the spokesmen. And they said, there's absolutely no child brides. This is absurd. I've never heard of anything. Certainly a child never getting pregnant. And the thing is that the police are not releasing the details they have because they're building a case. Are you all right there? Yes. Okay. I'm listening. They're no, they're because they're saying there's no child brides. And then they're like, um, what are all of these pregnant children? Well, the police aren't saying anything because they're building a case, okay? Which is a big mistake because it means the FLDS have free run of the media and Oprah's going, these mums just want their kids back. And truly, that's what the public is believing now. Because it's fucking Oprah. I mean, I have a hard time believing, like... The people in charge of these investigations, like, they're obviously watching the media as they're building their case. So when you see the media portraying this, and if you see a public swaying in that direction, all you have to do is, like, release a few pictures of, like, look at all of these pregnant children. Look at all these pregnant children. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. But what is getting airtime is this fucking women looking who people have always sort of wondered about and here they are in their prairie dresses and their weird fucking hair and they're talking directly with people and they have an open interview with these mums and they are heartfelt and so you might see stuff like that and that's fine and i'm not saying that everyone's going warren jeffs is a great guy far from it they're just going hey maybe we get the kids back to their mothers because the other images that we're seeing is all of these 500 children in similar scenarios to we saw the children in who are being removed from their ch- removed from their parents at the border a couple of years ago. Okay, they are in cages. They have those aluminum um, or aluminium in, the, in Australian blankets. You aluminium that I'm describing. You can picture yes. the, 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 the two visuals, and they're going, "Yeah, Warren Jeffs probably definitely raped some kids." Okay, let's absolutely deal with that. But these mothers are crying, and they removed their newborn babies from. Like, there was a story here where you could gain some sympathy, and they gained it. I think that it's 100%, like, they have those girls, like, they're, do they have them, like, in a hotel? Like, I mean, you could, you, you keep the families together, but you also, like, 
provide right. them places to do. Like, you know, like, you keep them together, but, like, you, got, you can't just go back to your home. Like, you need to go stay at this place while we but figure all of this shit out because this is pretty important. And then you have but him in thing, fucking jail. The hard thing here, though, is that they thought they were showing up to remove about 10 kids, and now they have over 500 children who need legal representation that they don't have housing for. Like, it is just a logistical nightmare, and they have to find well, five know, lawyers before they can even let them talk to their parents. You know what? We send all this fucking money overseas to everyone else. Like, this is shit to where you could just pay, you know? Well, seriously, when local this governments, like, this is a huge thing. It's the most American response I've ever heard. It's stupid. Whatever you want at it, but, but right what now, else do you do? Problem of I don't have a logistical problem. Tonight. Tonight. We yeah. need 500 lawyers tonight. You can yeah. hand me $2 million in cash, and that's not going to arrange 500 lawyers for me tonight. Well, you could saying. go out and, it's like... It's not stopping the logistical nightmare that the law enforcement are in, because they had no idea how many kids were you there. They thought they were picking up 10-ish children. You spiderweb out in your local court districts all of their local lawyers, and you offer them say amount of money to go down there Which to help. Moving on... But I'm just saying I can figure it out stoned and after a few right. years like pretty fast like it's actually pretty easy you have a network that you could fucking access and utilize but anyway there's like a bunch of fucking kids then, right it's a logistical nightmare they're trying to get as fast as they can one lady in the documentary she comes out and says what's they are also the women who were the spokespeople. There's pictures of them. A lot of them were midwives, and a lot of them were there for the underage births of the un- underage children to underage children. It's and there's crazy. photo ev- photo evidence of this. So they were all just lying on the media, like they yeah. were flat out. They were saying we've never seen it, but these women were delivering children for women who for girls who were 12, 13 years old. So they knew. And the way that they justify it today is that they say, we were told that we were more mature. You have to understand that we lived on a commune. We didn't understand. And we... They had no idea that 12 is a fucking child. Like, you get, like, there's not enough time for them to be out in the real world to understand, like, oh, shit, y'all don't get married and pregnant at 12, too? Oh, shit. That's yeah, really, yeah. really, really weird. Like, how weird? Like, it's only us. We're the... Oh. <laughs> so, so, maybe... They're working we, through yeah. all of this, though. Okay, they're working through That's all crazy. of this. And then, um, there's this... Um, a couple of the ladies are the women who... You know, they need to find the mothers of these children and reunite everyone, right? We're working mm-hmm. through this, find the mothers. Now, what's hard about this is a lot of the mothers didn't give permission for their children to go to Zion. They just woke up and they were gone, remember? Mm-hmm. So now we have a thing where you are getting all of these women to lie and say that I had a mental break, I was incapable of looking after my children, so I sent them to what I, you know, I said to Zion, of course I would, Zion's the best place in the world. And so, but then, this is not the truth. They, like, a couple of them, this is why they left, was they were like, "Mm, no, I cried at my baby's crib every night since 
they were taken from me in the middle of the night. I'm not gonna go down there and say I had a mental break and offered my children up because that's not what fucking happened, okay? And now we're lying. And the thing is when you're in these communities and you're just told one thing and you believe that to be truth, when you start to see inconsistencies, you go, wait, what? You're like, that's not what happened. I thought we were the one true church and all we ever did was truth and it's all about truth and Jesus. So like, how's this adding up? You know, so I'm just saying as a side note, that was a big breaking moment for a lot of the women. For sure. So they, a lot of the kids were actually never reunited with their parents. Um, it's really sad. But what they did do was finally break into the temple. They have a lot of uh, photographic uh, footage from the temple, which you rarely, rarely see. So that's very interesting to see in the documentary as well. Like the fourth floor of the temple, which is the celestial floor, is all completely white. And it's always like blinding to be in there because that's mimicking the celestial kingdom. Anyway, there was a huge, big uh, thing in the celestial area Basically, when you're in the temple, you do your secret handshakes through a curtain, and then you go through the curtain, and you're in the celestial room. And that's the end of the temple ceremony. It's the very last part of the temple ceremony. Now, what happened, which was interesting with Warren's temple, which is a little bit different, wasn't that you did the secret handshakes, which you would do in the mainstream Mormon church, and then go into the celestial room and all have tea and coffee. He did the secret handshakes, then when the investigators went through the curtain, there was this weird white room that had a big bed in the middle on an altar and chairs all sort of watching the bed in the middle on the altar. And they said, what's this for? And then there was this whole thing with the mothers as well. And they were saying, no, it's for where the groundskeepers sleep was their excuse. The what? temple, the people Get who look the after the temple, they sleep in there. Like, so it seems like a ceremony thing. And then... The hard thing though is they're going, but there is no temple ceremony that includes a bed. I've never gone through any sort of temple ceremony or, you know, token thing that involves a bed, which is true because this is just something weird that Warren's made for his little rape fest, right? Yeah. So anyway, they finally find in the temple a big uh, safe. And the people who were on the commune, they described like that they, all they heard was like jack hammering for like days. Like they were just trying to break into this huge safe, like underground bunker thing. And they finally did. And because Warren Jeffs recorded everything, there was not only written evidence of every crime he'd ever committed, but there was audio evidence as well. And then they play a clip on the documentary of a bunch of sister wives sitting in that room where he brings a 12 year old through her final blah 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 into the curtains and then she comes in and he says disrobe and everybody disrobe and so you can imagine that all of these underage girls in the room are now all naked watching Warren and she's saying I don't really want to and she doesn't even know what sex is and he's like this is how you feel the glory of God and this is how we create children which we obviously need for our eternal salvation and they don't you don't hear the rape, but you know that Warren raped her after that. And you and they had this for, I think he had over 200 wives, and they were all underage. And so then he was on the FBI's 10 most wanted list, and they found him in fucking Disneyland in denim shorts <coughs> and a polo shirt with a disguise on. And he is serving a life sentence plus 20 years. He will never get out of prison. 
But what's interesting is that people still go visit him and they turn a phone on speaker and he starts talking and they now have a setup at Zion where whenever anyone goes to visit Warren, that's when they have church. And a couple of people who were doing the interviews who are out of the church now said that was actually more compelling than when he was there. Because if you can imagine you're sitting there and it's on this loudspeaker twice a week ago, you're not seeing some man talk to you. It's truly like the voice of God. And so he's 100% still running this entire thing from prison. And that's my story. That's insane. Isn't that wild? created his own little mini society it's like the most effective cult leader yet like that was well, is he, he's in jail although he's still like what the fuck the and they believe oh this is one other yeah. thing is that they believe that they are, if they were righteous enough and faithful enough that God would of course release him and so it's a hundred percent that they're not doing enough that he's not getting released. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fucked yeah. up. That's great. Well, of course. I mean, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. So that is a new documentary out right now, and I just I have been obsessed, and so I had to share it. But isn't that fucking wild? That's very insane. I can't believe. that he still has all those followers. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, where is this at? I'm gonna send you something that I seen the other morning. And I've asked a few people about it, and, like, there's really not a whole lot of concern, apparently. I gotta find it. Here it is. And now that you have them, like, if anyone listening ever wants to look at it, you just look at the Instagram page. So, the first picture, you have to, like, zoom in and look at the lower, like, straight below the sun at the bottom of the clouds. Okay, yes, I see it. You see that little plume of smoke or vapor yes, or whatever? Yes, see it in the next one, even bigger. Yes, yes, yes. Isn't that kind of fucking weird? Like, just like that... something dove down through it? What? <laughs> like something dove down through it, you think? No, like there's a vapor trail going straight up into the air. Coming from nowhere. Like a fucking oh. rocket took off. And in the second one, you can see the shadow of the vertical plume on the lower lying clouds because you can see exactly where it comes through at so I'm like that fucking thing just goes straight up into the air coming from nowhere what's that all about but like I'm the only one that took a picture of it apparently there's nothing on the old like drama network that is Facebook It is weird. Yeah. My 
my cousin yeah. sent me a picture yeah. from the feedlot. My cousin sent me. Okay, I'm gonna. I got another one for you. I'll up uh, up uh, it one more. Like, isn't how is that not weird? No, it is super weird. Guys, we now, might, um... This picture was on a different day. Okay. Obviously. Because you oh, can see the sun day. is just rising. But you see that down there? Yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe there's a some non-nefarious reason that this is happening. And that's... Okay. What is it? <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, it's not alien because it's obviously like leaving a vapor trail, like a uh, uh, fossil hey. fuel propulsion, your typical earthly thing. Like, creeps me out. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> hey guys, we will be back next week. Bye.